Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Aaron Lewis this morning, and everybody talks to God. And you know, at some time or another, people really do, I believe that. They may not even know it. They think they're talking to themselves. Yeah, but you're talking to God. He hear every word that you say, whether it's good or bad. He hear it, yeah. His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. His ears are not deaf. Yeah. So he hears some stuff. And, uh, you know, we just want to be on the right path. And Brother Lewis was saying, scary for unbelievers uh, can die without the Lord. Yeah, that's why he said the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And we pray that the Lord of the harvest would send more laborers. But we want to remind God and ask him to remember, in other words, the labor that you called or chose me for. Because he wished none should perish, and we wish no, no one would perish either. And so we want to be out doing the work that no one will perish. If every believer got out to remind others, because his word won't return void unto him. So I remind somebody God is. You remind somebody God is. Somebody coming to God who wasn't with him before. Yeah. And so we thank him this morning. We give him glory. We give him honor and praise for another Thursday morning. This week is coming to a quick end. And uh, we're thankful that God brought us this far. Yeah, so thankful. And uh, we believe that he will lead us on. Yeah, he won't just stop right here. Uh, the Reverend James Cleveland said, I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. So I don't feel no waste time. Yeah. He said, I don't feel no waste time. Uh-huh. God didn't bring me this far to leave me. Yeah, he didn't believe that, and I don't either. I don't believe God brought us this far to drop us off, and that is it. No. We are going further. We are going much further. And so I'm grateful unto him. If we could just, you know, work on doing what God would have us to do. Hallelujah. This morning, uh, we want to talk about uh, the provisions of God. The provisions of almighty God, because he provides for us. Uh, no matter what we go through, he has always been there and provided, even for the entire world. People who don't like him, people uh, who don't believe him, people who say there is no God, he yet provides. Yeah, wake us up each morning, close in our right minds. We have the use and activities of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. He's always there. He never leaves us, nor forsake us. He will be with us until the end because he said so. And I believe every word that he has said. Yeah. It, it really have nothing to do with me. Only that the fact I can believe God. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing right there. I can believe him if I choose to. And it's a good thing to believe him this morning. Believe his word. It's an excellent thing. Because his word won't return void. What it, he said his word would do, that's what it's going to do. And so we thank God today, give him glory, 
We give him honor and praise. There's none like him. None like him. I love talking of his wondrous works. <laughs> I love making known his deeds among the people. Yeah, because people need to be reminded, even those that say, I'm a believer, I'm saved, I'm this, I need to be reminded daily of Almighty God's grace and mercy. Yeah, what he wants for a change, not what we want, because we, we ask him for stuff all the time. But are we giving him something to work with? What are we giving him daily? You know, and I know that the world, it appears, has flipped completely upside down. I'm telling you, I see it daily. And I'm like, what happened to people? Yeah, we, we, we allowed uh, stuff and things to take over. We allowed want more, feeling like we need more. All of these things, we allowed it to come into our lives. And so now... Uh, we kind of messed up, if you ask me. Yeah, we're messed up because we believe more in man than we do God. We give man much more than we could ever give God. Yeah. Sister Center and I was talking, and uh, we were talking about putting a husband before God. You know, some people don't know it, but you can put your wife your husband, your children, your car, your job, friends, before God. Yeah. We love tangible stuff, signs and wonders, tangible things, what we can touch, what we can feel. If we can't touch it, we can feel it. You know, we have an imagination. We let our imagination even run wild with us. Because of what we want, the, the natural man, the natural woman, the flesh. But if we would give all that energy to Almighty God, I promise you what he give you back, you will be amazed. Yeah, you'll be like, whoo, I should have did this a long time ago. Yeah, I've been striving uh, since 1993 when I first come to him. He has not failed me yet. Over and over and over again, all kind of things have come my way. All kind of people have come my way. But he always provides for me. You know, I've had all kind of people to come and uh, to be honest, some people wanted to hurt me because of the truth. It wasn't my truth. I just spoke the truth of God, you know, but yet he provided for me. He made a way. When the city I lived in got a bit too much rough for me, I didn't even know it at the time because I was busy working unto him, serving people. But the city got really, really bad. I mean, Sodom and Gomorrah, I don't know if that's even the word for this place. He provided for me. He got me out of there and brought me to a much calmer area so that I could work a little bit longer. I could do a little bit more. Uh, I was used to the nursing homes, you know, going to visit the seniors in the nursing home, uh, different things. You know, sometimes I would go to people's house and encourage them, you know, because the children work. And at one point I was cleaning and cooking and doing laundry uh, for the sick and the elderly 
absolutely free now. I don't think money was involved. And he cut all of that off. And I was shocked, but he brought me out of that because of what was about to take place or what was taking place. I just wasn't aware of it. And so he quickly removed me out of that so that I would be safe. And then when I first got here, he blessed me to go over to the nursing home here. There was one lady. Uh, I knew her family. And I was able to uh, go over and visit her, you know, often. And then it got to the place where uh, that got to be a little rough because uh, people, you know, they assume, oh, she's doing all of this, but she must want something from my mama. She must want something, you know. And that wasn't the case. God sent me, opened the door and sent me, and I went to do the will of him that sent me. But many times people don't understand this because people treat you the way that they are. The way that they think, that's the way they would treat you. Yeah, if I did all of this, I would have a motive. If I did all of this, I would want something. And so they think everybody are the same, but that's not true. That's not true. Uh, Some of us, we come to do the will of him that sent us. And we're not expecting anything from man. We are expecting from God. And God is faithful. And so we thank him this morning. He's a provider. Yeah, the best provider I've ever known. A rich man could not provide for me like God does. No way, no way. Oh, he could provide financially, and money answers all things. But guess what? In the midnight hour, when I'm going through, uh, when the enemy has come in like a flood, the rich man can't raise a standard, but God can. So he's the only one that I know who can do everything that I need to have done, spiritual, physical, mentally. God is the only one today. He's the only provider who can provide in that way. A total package. Yeah, he provides totally. He he leaves nothing out. And I am so grateful unto him this morning that I know him for myself. He's on my side today. I have him for myself. He's mine if I want him all by myself. And the reason I say that is because it's just he and I. Hallelujah. It is just he and I. Oh, he's for everybody. He's for everybody. But when I make it personally, it's just he and I. And he's just for me at the time. Yeah. Now, when the time comes and I have to share him with others, it's a pleasure. And the pleasure really is all mine to share him with anybody. Hallelujah. He's that kind of God. He want to be shared. He want to be talked about. He don't want us to be selfish. I know something about him, and I don't tell you, and you need it. No, that's not what he wants. I know something about him. You need it. He want me telling you. Yeah, go on and tell them what I can do. Hallelujah. Because he's able, and I believe every day he is willing, and I believe every day there is nothing too hard for Almighty God. Hallelujah. And so we're grateful 
this morning. We're going to prayer, and uh, when we come back, we are coming back uh, with one song, and uh, we're going to continue to talk about the provisions of God. Yeah, he make ways. It's him that can do what no other man or woman can do. Hallelujah. Because he's not a man or woman, really. He's a spirit. And if we're going to get with him for real, we have to come to him spiritually. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's pray this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another Thursday morning, another week coming to an end. We thank you for all you've done for us already today, oh God. Great and mighty things. Father, you woke us up, closed in our right minds with the use and activities of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. We thank you this morning. Oh, we give you glory. Hallelujah. Father, we come this morning thanking you for being on our side today in spite of us. You continue to look beyond our fault and yet meet our needs. Father, you're yet for us. Your word says, if you be for us, you're more than the whole world against us. And Father, we thank you this morning. We can't tell you thank you enough. We can't praise you enough. We can't lift you up enough. Or we can't bow down and worship you enough. Father, because you are always more than, more than we are ever need. Thank you this day. We come this morning, Father, and we bring every caller and every listener every house represented here this morning. And Father, we ask that you would bless these, your people. You made them for your pleasure. And Father, you know what they stand in the need of. And Father, you're God that supply needs according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And Father, I ask today, whatever the need may be, it may be illness, it may be finances, God, it may be shelter. Whatever it is, I ask this morning that you would supply for your people. You sent your son, Father, to die for us all. You made us all for your pleasure. And Father, I ask this morning in the name of Jesus that you would move mightily this day for your people. We know that you to be a right now God, hallelujah, because you're able and, Father, we are believing right now that you're willing to do it for these, your people. Bless their families and friends this morning, near and far. God, you know what the family and friends stand in the need of. Supply today in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we ask that you would heal those that are sick here. Lord, whatever the situation may be, whatever the illness, the disease, God, whatever it may be today, you heal all manner of sickness and disease. You took a beating for the healing of the nation. Father, there's yet healing in the hem of your garment. Do it this morning. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. And Father, we come this morning asking that you would bless those that are incarcerated. Father, bless the brethren there that are reaching out to witness to others about your goodness. Strengthen them. Strengthen the men and women in, in each prison today, everywhere, oh God. Lord, bless their families because we realize when 
a relative is locked up, we are locked up too. Many mothers are locked up. Many fathers are locked up. Have mercy this morning, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask today that, Lord, you would strengthen us as your people to battle God. Help us to put on the whole armor of God, of you, Father, that we could stand against the wiles of the devil. Help us, Lord, to battle where we're supposed to battle and back up and let you take over when we're supposed to. But, Lord, the victory has already been won. Help us to remember your word today. And, Lord, help us to meditate in your word. Help us to walk according to your word. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you. Bless those that are incarcerated this morning. Again, God, bless the administration of every prison in the name of Jesus. Bless those that are in every branch of the military and administration of the military this morning. Father, bless their families and their children today in the name of Jesus. Bless widowers and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people everywhere. Father, praying for others in the name of Jesus. Bless preachers everywhere. Father, preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you and love for your people. We ask this morning, God, that you would move in a mighty way. For, Lord, we know that time is yet winding up. And, God, there's work to be done. Move these people, oh, God, in the name of Jesus and their families. Father, we ask this morning that, God, you would continue to Bless Jerusalem, prosper Jerusalem, and bless Israel. We ask that you would loose your protecting angels, continue to stand watch to shield and protect them, keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. Lord, you said we would prosper if we loved them. So we are asking you, God, to give them what they need today as your people in the name of Jesus. Bless our brothers and sisters everywhere overseas. Mm, move by your spirit today for them. And Lord, for those that have to hide and can't bring the word out to the, oh God, move for them in a mighty way. Keep them safe, oh God, that they will continue to spread the good news of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would bless these United States of America. We know that they're not quite united, but God, we ask that you would bless the United States in the name of Jesus. Bless the leadership here. And Father, we ask that you would give our leadership an ear to hear from you and a mouth to obey, to say what it is that you would have them to say to the American people so that we can get it right with you, God. Oh, nothing else matters but getting it right with you. For you're coming back one day, Father. You're looking for the church without spot or wrinkle. And you're not coming back as the God of love, but Father, you're coming back as the judge, the great judge. And we want to be ready when you come back. Help us to prepare daily for your return. Remind us, God, that you're returning, and we know not a day, not an hour. Help us to bring our flesh under subjection. And this morning, Father, I ask that you would heal our hearts and heal our minds, regulate our minds today, O oh God. Lord, many are taking medications and 
Many are suffering because of what they've gone through with mental illness, but we know you the God that healeth thee. Heal this morning. God, you sent your word and heal. Send your word this morning and heal, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. And Father, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. But Father, you know the very intent of our hearts today. Move by your spirit. Fix what's broken. All in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. Oh, we give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you honor, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, we give you glory. <laughs> hey, God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Can't thank you enough. We had 10,000 tongues. And, Father, we began to praise you with everyone. It wouldn't be enough because you're more than. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jehovah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, his majesty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word today. Thank you, Jesus. Your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. And forever, oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Sanctify us today through thy truth, for thy word is true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, there's none like you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're grateful. We're grateful unto him. We appreciate him. We love him today. There's none like him. Yeah. I often think about it. We can search all over. We won't find nobody. Nobody greater than almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to this one song and, uh, when we come back, we'll come back talking about the provisions of God. Hallelujah.
He's got it all. All power's on my side. And if I activate what he gave me, if I remember his word, if I remember I can pray, I can look to the hills from which cometh my help. All of my help comes from him, the one who made the heavens and the earth. If I can remember these things, I will be all right. Every day is not Sunday. Every day is not a day of celebration. Every day I don't have all that I feel I need or want. But I know if I stay with him, he's a provider. And I know he will provide. How do I know he has provided before? And it wasn't a one-time deal. It, it wasn't like he could provide then and after then, that's it. He continues to provide. And he provides the breath in our bodies. Anybody think about that? I'm breathing right now because he provides it. I have the use and activities of my limbs because he provides. I don't want to take things for granted. Somebody don't have what he blessed me to have. I want to be thankful. He woke me up this morning. Somebody didn't wake up. I'm closed in my right mind. Somebody don't even know what day it is. He provides. He provides. He keeps the land back from the sea, the sea back from the land. Hang the stars in the sky at night. Hang the moon out and we don't freeze. Hang the sun out and we don't scorch like that. He provides all of these things for us. See, we look at other things. Okay, he provided the house. Okay, he provided the mortgage payment every month. He provides the car payment. He provides the insurance. But he's the kind of God that just can provide and there's no payment. <laughs> he would give us what we want. I remember telling him one day, listen to this craziness. I say, Lord, I, I want a credit card. I want to pay my credit card bill every month. My bill come in the mail. Listen to the madness. The madness of the flesh. The madness of a woman. <laughs> my goodness. I said, and I want a car payment, and I want to pay my car payment every month. And I, I went on to tell him about some other things. Now listen. <laughs> I have to laugh, y'all, at my madness sometimes. Uh, he did just what I asked him because I wanted to get the feel of it. I wanted to see felt like. And now he didn't just come in and say, okay, you done got the feel of it. I'm going to wipe it away. No, I got the feel of it and I got to do what it required to make those statements. <laughs> and I can remember saying, wow, the month go by so fast. When I know anything, it's another credit card payment due, another car payment due. Yeah, you asked for it. You, you wanted to see what it felt like. Yeah, to somewhat be partaker of the American dream. Now, my prayer should have been, Lord, make me <laughs> debt free. Wouldn't that have made more sense? Lord, I want to be debt free because your words say, oh, no, man. But it made me go back and think on the apostles. Uh, one told the other one, we found him. We, we, we found the Messiah. Come on, let's go meet him. He's waiting on us. On their way, they talking about 
who's going to be the, the, the head when they get to the kingdom of God? When they go back with God, who's going to be in charge? Which one of them going to have the most clout? Foolishness. And this is the way that man thinks. Many times. We thinking crazy, don't even know it. And we'll ask God for some, some foolishness and mean it from our heart. He's not against it because if this is what you want, I can provide it. <laughs> this is what you really want, I can supply it. And then I will see what your prayer is after this. And I went to him and I said, Lord, <laughs> I had no clue. I didn't know. I thought this is what I wanted. And at the time, I really did want it, Lord. It was in my heart to have it. It was a heart's desire. But I didn't know what all it entailed. Lord, take this cup from me. He didn't take it right away. No, he didn't do it. But eventually, he blessed me to have that said and done and over with. Some things he left there now because he had put something in place to provide for it because he he knew my heart. He knew, you know, I was thinking uh, not with that sound mind he gave me. But it wasn't against him. It wasn't against me. And it wasn't against nobody else. And he said, oh, no man. Yeah. And forgive us for these debts we have made, Lord. Yeah. So he, he will bless you with some things that you think you want, but you don't want. You really don't want them because... You you don't know what all it entails. You just feel like you want this stuff. Well, I say this. You think it's going to be all right, and you think that's what you want, and you feel like it's going to be easy. But even in all of that, God yet provides. Hallelujah. He's not a lying God. He's a God of his word. He has said what he meant, and he meant what he said. And he loved us. He loved us beyond our wildest imaginations. But one thing I learned about him, even in his love for us, he won't lie. Not even for us, the ones he loved. Now, we may lie for our loved ones and, you know, cover things up and all kind of stuff because we love them and we don't want nobody to think bad about them. But God is not that way. If he said it, he meant what he said. And no matter what I do or what I get myself into, he's going to stick to his word over and over again. Yeah. And it's all right this morning. But we're talking about God. Yeah. The provider. God's provision. The provisions of God. Has he ever provided anything for you? Think on that for a minute. Was that something you needed and he supplied was that something you wanted and he gave it to you and you know for yourself beyond a shadow of a doubt nobody else did this but him some things i know no one else can give me this but him no one else can do this but him this may sound a little strange to you this morning but nobody could have supplied a Louis to a chat room like this but God. <laughs> Twelve years of chat rooms faithfully every morning. 
Louis said, I need a vacation. Will she please take one? I'm, I'm, hey, look, I love going over here. I love being over there with her. I love managing the chat room. But can she just take a vacation? Give me a break. But never grumble or complain because God provided a Louis for this chat room. God provided each of my nah, I'm okay. Good, good, good. Happy to know it. Happy to know it. Makes me feel better, Louis. God provided a Darcy Goodman to post in a prayer club. See, he, he provides something. And, and we'll overlook it if we're not careful. We'll take it for granted. He provided a, a roof over my head, a, a, a transportation for me, uh, finances. He provides, he provides, he provides. He meet needs. I need a roof over my head. It's a need to get out the weather. His son, foxes had holes and everything. Birds had nests. But uh, the son of man had nowhere to lay his head. And Jesus didn't, didn't have a house. Anybody ever been to his house on the earth, a physical house? He went from house to house, city to city, town to town, but he didn't have a place of his own. He was in a boat getting away from people, in a boat. He had to go to the other side somewhere to get some rest because <laughs> people was not going to give him a break. Mm-mm and get no break. He had to take it, steal away. Yeah. And he wasn't stealing away to himself. And then he was too. Because I'm sure while he was slowly rolling in the boat on the, getting on the way, I'm sure he was talking to the father. So the songwriter wrote a song that says, steal away. Steal away to Jesus. And that's what we need to learn to do more of. Steal away to him. Yeah. But he yet provided for the people. Uh, they was up on the mount. He's teaching and everything. And I'm sure, you know, he could go days without food because he, his mind and, and, and heart wasn't where our heart and mind. And he didn't have the same routines we had. He come from above. He just come simply to do the will of him that sent him. And it was the Father, Jehovah God, sent him for us. He came to do that work and go on. But yet he realized the people were there and they were hungry. And they had to have something to eat. It was too late and too far for them to go and buy food. And God already knew what they needed. So somebody said it was a little boy there and he had a, a few fish and some loaves and he made it known and Jesus got up and prayed over it and God multiplied it. He, he fed thousands, you hear me? Thousands. Why? God provides. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, it may not mean a lot to you if you're taking it for granted and you say to yourself, well, this is what he said he would do. 
But look, we don't deserve nothing but death, if I tell you the truth. That's how we, we even our righteousness is as filthy rags. How about that? We don't deserve nothing but death. But we always act like we deserve more. See, we spoiled because he has, he and his weight has spoiled us. He and his love caused us to be spoiled. So we just expect it. A lot of times we take the provisions of Almighty God for granted. Many of us take waking up in the morning for granted. Being closed in our right minds, we take that for granted. It's just an automatic thing. He's just going to do it. But if you got to talk to somebody who had been sleeping in their grave for a while, they would tell you, no, don't take this for granted because he don't have to allow you to wake up tomorrow morning. You took a nap during the day. He don't have to allow you to wake up. So we got to stop taking the provisions of God for granted. And stop looking at man as being the provider. Yeah, there are some good husbands still left who provide for their wives and their children, you know, mamas and daddies and family members and all. Yeah. There's some left. But we got to stop taking these people and putting them in the place of God. Because guess what? God gave them the strength to do it. So I say he is the provider. He provided them with the strength. He make ways. But we are quick to give it to others. Yeah, we're, we're quick to give it to the paycheck, give it to the job. How many hours we made, how much overtime we were able to make. Now we got to give it all to Almighty God who have all the power. Today there's no higher power than Jehovah God who made the heavens and the earth, the one who so loved us, made us for his pleasure. He so loved us, he sent his only begotten son which was the word. He's still the word. Jesus is still the word. But he took the word and made it flesh. Flesh could come with us. I just want to remind us. Yeah, you heard this early in the week, but I just want to remind us. He love us. And we should love him enough not to even think on taking him or what he provides for granted. And, you know, thinking you deserve it. Yeah, that, that's what grace and mercy come in there, even his love. We don't deserve it, but yet he provides it because of his love for us. Yeah, he loves us. He loves us. Well, if he loved me, why? I'm going through this. He loved you. No cross, no crown. And a lot of times we'll cry like that because we're putting everything before him. Well, why are he letting them give me the pink slip on the job? I wasn't late, but a cup. Well, because you're putting that before him. 
You've taken for granted that he provided the job. Yeah. Look, I I, I told you I worked for the same man off and on 32 years. Now, a lot of stuff happened within them 32 years. And when I wasn't saved, he would cuss me out. Y'all don't understand. He wasn't saved. I wasn't saved. He would cuss me out. And then sometimes he'll say, oh, I know you done called me everything under the sun. And I, would, I wouldn't say it to him, but I would say to myself, and you better know it. I done call you names you never heard of before. But look, even in all of that, God provided so that I could provide for my children the best that I could with no help. From the other party that was helping me to make the children. After I come to God in the fullness, I realized without him, I can do nothing. Because of him, I could face the day, tomorrow, and any other day. Because of him, I could wake up in the morning. I could have my right mind. I could ask him what to wear for today, and he would show me an outfit to wear for today. And when I went out, uh, people would where did you get that from? That is so nice. I didn't put it together. He told me what to put on. He showed me the outfit, and I went to the closet and put it together. I didn't buy the pieces together as a set. When I went to him for everything, he showed me, and he taught me, and he taught me how to lean and depend on him. Took everything away. Y'all don't hear me? Everything I thought was important and I needed was taken away from me. My parents. He let my dad stay around a little while longer, but I, I'm assuming because I love my dad so much, and he had to get me to a place where I could handle it. But he took everything, children, everything. The only thing was left was him and his son, Jesus, and they're one. That's what was left. And as time progressed on, I had to stay with him. He all I had. He was all I had. And today I know right now he was all I needed. Hallelujah. He was all I needed, but at the time, I didn't know it. I was used to my brothers. I was used to my dad. You know, I was used to my children. Well, to my family, let's put it that way. I had cousins. He took my cousin. He let her went on. She was ready to go, but he allowed her to go on. Anything happens in the earth, it's no surprise to Almighty God. He allowed. I, I didn't say he do. I said he allowed. I don't believe God gives people cancer. I don't believe uh, the illnesses that people get is God. No. I believe that's evil. That's the devil's department. That's the enemy department. Many people don't like to call him the devil. But that's his department. That's not God. God is not evil. 
and he will allow it like with me. They diagnosed me with diabetes in the early 2000s. And God didn't give me diabetes. Eating wrong, fatty foods, sugary, all of that gave me diabetes. I did that to myself. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. But many times people say, well, God, uh, let this disease come on me. He allowed it to come, but he didn't give it to you. Yeah. So we got to go back to him, the provider, the one who make provisions for us. I've been in some places and I didn't know how I would fare, you know, how it would come out. God provided. God made the way. And I know many people sound strange to them. He make ways where we see no way. He make a way out of no way. And I often say, he don't just make ways, he is the way. And that may sound strange to intellectual people or people that have to have proof of everything. But when you come to God, you must come by faith. It's the only way to come. You must come believing and believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, faithfully, constantly, always seeking him. He will reward you because you're seeking his will. You're seeking his way. You're seeking what he want to have done. You believe in now that there is a God. You believe in now that he so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son. So what's happening now is God is showing up on the scene for you. But people who don't believe wouldn't be able to understand this. When I say he put it on the ground for me, I didn't have but a nickel, five cents, one of those silver nickels, not five pennies, but a silver nickel. That's all I had. And I wanted the coffee, Louis, and I I really wanted that Hess coffee. Oh, my goodness, from the Hess station. And it had all kind of different international flavors I could put in the coffee. Oh, I wanted that thing. But all I had was a nickel. And I don't even think there was a coffee pot, a coffee maker even in the house. I got my coffee every morning from the head station. I got home from taking the little boy to school. The school called me back. They needed me to come back and do something. When I walk back out the door, I wear glasses. And I'm nearsighted, not foresighted. When I looked, I saw a $20 bill blowing. I know nobody will believe me. They think I'm crazy. I saw the $20 bill blowing in the wind. I had asked him for money to buy coffee. I didn't ask for a Danish with the coffee, a donut with the coffee, breakfast. I just wanted the coffee and a small cup at that. But when I come out the door, the $20 bill was blowing in the wind. And I looked. I said, that's is that a 20? I said, that's a 20. And I rushed over there. And only where the $20 was, it was blowing. No wind was nowhere else. I picked the 20 up and said, thank you, Jesus. Jumped in the car, went on back to the school, 
you know, took care of what needed to be taken care of for the little boy, ran cross over there into the head station and got my coffee. But the Lord let me know when I found the 20. Now you can get that and more. Huh? He provided. He provided. He gave me what I wanted. I couldn't do it. He did it for me. Things we can't do, God will do it for you. I believe what we can do for ourselves, if we ask for help, he will enhance it. He will uh, strengthen us more. He will give us more energy to get it done. But if we can do it ourselves, I don't foresee God coming in doing it for me. I got to do it for myself. Now, I can pray, like I said, for strength, energy to get it done, but I got to do it. Because some things God will do for us and some things God expecting us to do for ourselves. He expected me to wake up in the morning telling him thank you. He's expecting me to keep my mind on him because troubles come. And if I keep my mind on him, no matter what comes, he's keeping me in perfect peace. He's expecting me to remember that he's my shepherd and I shall not want. Because I'm remembering his word. I'm walking in the spirit. I'm obedient unto him. I'm sharing the good news of Jesus. I'm sharing the gospel of Jesus. And people, again, this morning, look at it and say, oh, she a woman. God ain't called no woman. He told them to be silent in, in church. At the business meeting, men handled that. But if he used a chicken, a whale, and a donkey, I promise you he can use a woman. <laughs> he can use a barber, and he has, and he is, and he will continue. He won't stop because you don't believe it. God provide what we need through whoever that's willing. But we've been taught wrong, so we sit back and we look at the vessel that God used. We don't look at God using the vessel. We look at the vessel that he is using. We look at the woman or man that's standing up to break the bread of life to us, bring the word, bring the message. We're looking at them. That's why a lot of uh, uh, church folks and, and all these people when they get up in the house, they get up dressed up. They don't get up. They don't get up dressed down in case you got to cast out a demon. So sometimes they'll spit on you. <laughs> sometimes they'll reach out and try to tear your clothes off. Tear your clothes off you. I told you I don't tell you everything. But listen, God provides. God provides. But we want to provide, and we want to act like we provide. Many of the church folks especially, I'm back on them this morning, they ride around in the new cars and act like I bought it, I got it. Know your credit wasn't good. God provided the car for you. He knew you needed transportation to and from work. He knew you needed transportation for your family. You have medical appointments, you have this and you have that. And you might want to take your family on a ride. He provides, but we want to act like we did it. I can't act like I gave myself nothing because I didn't. God provided. 
I use the word I, but it, it's just some foolishness because I we know without him, we can do nothing. I know without almighty God, I can do nothing. It's him that provides. I was here one day right here on Jesus in the morning. And it was time for me to get retirement money. I didn't even realize it. And Sister Linda in the chat room, listen. Sister Linda said, Sister Barbara, did you apply? I'm thinking, apply for what? And she broke it down. She said, now you won't have to ask people. <laughs> you could have something, Sister Barbara. You could have some money. That same day I went on over there and I was able to apply. And then a few days I got a response. And then in a few more days they told me when, where, and how, and all of this stuff. But I was working unto the Lord because I never really dealt with money. I, I, I deals with the favor of Almighty God. And some people may say, well, that's why she ain't got nothing. And that's why she ain't got the farm yet. And, you know, that's why she ain't got the log cabin because she's not willing to, you know, ask people or, or say or listen. No, 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 no. I heard these words, stand still and know that I am God. Now, when I need something for somebody else, yes, I come and ask. I got something coming up real soon. Yeah, they already asked me. But listen, this is the thing. God provides. We're going to look at that Philippians, I believe it's 4 and 19. He supplies. Yeah, he supplies according to his riches in glory by his son, Christ Jesus. And if we get it in our head, we don't supply nothing. We don't do nothing. It's him. It's almighty God. Yeah. That is Philippians 4 and 19. But my God shall supply all your needs According to your riches, according to his riches and glory by his son Christ Jesus. Now, unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. That's verse 20. Because, see, sometimes the church, uh, they got the building fund going. Anybody ever been in a church and the building fund went on for too many years? Uh, they're selling dinners, they're doing this, because they do, they're trying to get something for the church. But if the leadership is right, if the head is obeying God and doing what they're supposed to do, all they do is ask, and it'll be given. Sometimes they may have to speak, and they're going to find. Sometimes they may have to knock on doors, but it'll be open unto them. Twelve years of Jesus in the morning. If it wasn't his, I wouldn't last this long, I promise. Not without no money. It's no way. There are bills to be paid here. But he always supplies. Always, always. And whatever belongs to him, he take care of it. Do you really belong to God? Because he's going to take care of you. If he can move me out of the project, 
into what they call a ritzy area. And not to rent a house, but to buy a house. It's him that keeps the electric. It's him that keeps the water. It's him that keeps the internet here, the phones here. A, a, a year or two ago, I have not been that long, I got a new cell phone. I had an iPhone before this iPhone. Anybody know about iPhones? They're a little bit expensive. He provided, not me. He provided because he know what I wanted. He know what I like. Just one day I was asked, you want, a, you want an iPhone? You want another iPhone? I said, yes, because I had been thinking on it. Because these, the, the way, to me, they designed phones, it, it looked like it should last a year. But I had that one for, from 2000 and what was it, 15, I think, or 13, all the way up until around 220 or 219, somewhere around there. He provided, the person asked me, I wasn't seeking an iPhone. I wasn't online. Let me see if I can find a cheaper iPhone. No. When the time was right, he provided. Sometimes we try to make things happen before God. And some days he see it and he just go on and said, okay, go ahead and have it. But if we learn to wait on him, what he give us would last throughout eternity. It will last until he called our name to come home. It will last until he called us to our rest. Yeah. God, Jehovah, the provider. He's that kind of God. Hallelujah. Make ways where we see no ways. Oh, yeah. Listen, I got to go to one more uh, request of the morning they heard it yesterday and I don't want to forget this because uh, I promise so I'm going to this one when we come back we're going over to look at Matthew's the sixth chapter and uh, we're going to hang out for a minute down around verse 28 and 30 we go through 30 we're going to hang out around in that area so if you want to look for Matthew 6 and 28 through 30 Now's your time. I'm going to this one of the morning.
This is the kind of radio you need. Yes, Jesus is a morning radio. Old radio for real people. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The days of Jehovah, I'm going to say. Yeah, these are the days of God. And what's happening is this. God is allowing some things to come forth so that we can depend on him more. And he will provide more. He's that kind of God. He's for us this morning. If we can tell ourselves and believe that God is for us. And if he's for us, he's more than the whole world against us. We just have to believe God today and believe that he provides. Because I know we go through some things. Many of us, we go through some things. Things happen. And, and, and many times we're sitting back scratching our own heads, uh, uh, thinking, well, uh, I wonder when I'm going to get this. I uh, 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 wonder could I get that. I, I, I wonder, wonder, wonder. Well, maybe it's going to be this. Well, maybe it's, no, no, no. He provides. And if he has spoken to you, know this, it's already done. It is already done. The next part for us is to just simply believe God is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I've been constantly going to him. I've been constantly praying and asking him, Lord, I need this. Lord, give me that. Lord, I want this. And many times I just simply ask him and walk away. I leave it on the altar and walk away because he is a provider. If it's a need, he's going to provide it. If I really want it and it will work together for my good, it's not against his word, it's not against him, he's going to provide. He's more than just his word. He's almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. Yeah, his word holds true. He's not a lying God. What he said in his word and what he sent his word out to do, it won't return void. But it all starts with us believing God. I believe it was Job that said, though it tarry, I'm going to wait for it. Though it take a while, I'm going to wait for it. Though it's taken a long time, I'm going to wait for it. Because I believe that God is able, and I believe he's willing. I'm going to wait for it. Yeah. I looked at Matthew chapter 6, and I looked at verse 28. And, and this is what it says. 28 says, and why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the sea, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Well, he, he, he said much more before that. He, he let us know this. No man can serve two masters, but either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. In Matthew 6 and 24, he tells us, you cannot serve God and mammon. You can't serve God and man. 
You got to choose one or the other. And whoever you make, whichever one you make the strongest in your life, whichever one you believe the most in, that's who will be your God. If you believe Jehovah the most, he's your God. If you believe your job the most, your family, your friends, or whoever the most, more than, then that is your God. I've seen people, uh, they keep their car so clean, it's immaculate. It's beautiful, washed and waxed and rims so shiny. Believe it or not, it is their God. They worship that car. Don't slam my car doors. Hey, dust your feet off before you get in my car. I don't mind giving you a ride, but you got to sit a certain way in my car. Don't drink nothing, don't eat nothing, don't do nothing. Just just get the ride. They made it their God. The job. God can speak one thing. They, they can't hear that. They can only hear, I'm going to work. This would give me money. And again, today, I really do believe money that we make is to give. And because we give, God multiplies back to us, and that way we're able to pay bills, we're able to do other things. 25 says in Matthew 6, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Look at God. What you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you should put on it. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? I really don't have to really take thought for my life because my life now is hid in Christ. He's got my life now. Yet he gave me a choice how to live it. Unto him or unto me. I accepted him. I went to the altar and I said I do. I went to the altar, I repented because I realized I was a sinner. I realized the things I was doing daily, all day, was not for his glory. It was against him. Yeah, I was committing iniquities even against God. And when I found this out and I went to him and I repented and I asked him to come into my life and live forever, I told him I believe that Jesus is his son. It's only begotten son. He came in and he took that old life. For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. This is what I really try to get people to understand. I can't have God and still getting drunk. Because now, I have the power to just say no to alcohol. I can't have God and still shooting dope or smoking dope. He gave me the power now to just say no. I can't have God and still laying up with men that I'm not married to, laying up with married men. I have the power now to just say no. I have a new life. And this life is hid in Christ as I continue to grow in him, as I continue to strive for perfection in him. 
as I continue to study his word and walk according the best that I can. He knows the very intent of my heart. The more of him I want, the more of him I'll give. He'll give me, but I have to seek him to get more. So I don't have to take thought to the life, the food, the drink, the clothes, my body. I don't. Now, what I have to take thought to is that I treat this body right. It needs water. I have to give it as much water as I can give it without harming it. I have to clean it. It needs cleaning. I have to eat, but I need to put in my body what's going to keep it healthy and energetic and going. I need to drink, so that's why I say I need water more than I need tea, more than I need coffee, more than I need soda, soft drinks, all that stuff. Even lemonade. I need water more. I don't have to take thought for the clothes. I learned this. Ask for what you want. Pray. You have not because you ask not. I would ask for a summer wardrobe God would provide. Ask for a winter wardrobe God would provide. Ask for a spring wardrobe, a fall wardrobe he would provide. He was teaching me and showing me. You don't have to take thought for this. Ask me, I'll do it. 26 says, behold the fowls of the air. Look at the fowls of the air. Check them out. For they sow not, neither do they reap. They don't plant nothing. They don't reap nothing. Nor gather in the barns, they don't store up, they don't go to the grocery store and have food in the pantry or the cabinets, the refrigerator. Now, the birds of the air don't do all of that, or the fowls of the air. Yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they are? Are, are, are not much better than they? They don't work nowhere, they don't do none of that. I was telling uh, Sister Irene, uh, uh, take the chips to the park and give them to the birds. I used to take loaves of bread to the park with my children and feed the birds. Why? He provides for the birds. He provides for the grass. <laughs> he provides for flowers. I see a field with beautiful lilies, a field with beautiful flowers. I've even seen fields with sunflowers come up. Nobody lived on that. Nobody planted that. God brought it forth. But it all starts again with us believing. So if he take care of these things, how much more will he take care of us? 27 says, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? Uh, we thinking on these things, how, how can I change from five, six to five, seven? How can I grow more in height or anything, really, by thinking on this stuff? If anything, it'll cause me to go into depression. I don't have this. I don't have that. Uh, he said, Apostle Paul taught me, whatever state you're in, Bible, whatever situation you're in, be content. Why? Our Heavenly Father provides the provisions of God. He provides for his people. 28 says, and why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spend. They don't work nowhere. They don't plant themselves. 
29 says, and yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. We know Solomon was the richest man. Look what Solomon had. All kind of exotic stuff, all kind of fancy stuff. Had, had Navy ships and all this stuff, but not like that lily. Nothing he had looks as beautiful as that lily. And many people, oh, they look at lilies and they just love them. I've seen some beautiful lilies in different colors. So I don't have to take thought for these things. 30 said, wherefore, if God so clothes the grass of the fields, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? And that's where it starts. We don't believe a lot. We believe only when we see something. I got a daughter, as long as God was provided, Hallelujah, anyhow, don't let the devil get you down. Satan's on my track, <laughs> trying to turn me back. I say, hallelujah, anyhow. Now, don't let her get what she wants. It's as if she's angry with God because she's forgotten this one thing. If it will work together for your good, he will release it to you. If it won't work together for your good, God will not give it. I believe he loves to provide for us. I believe he has provisions stored up just for us. And if we ask with the right motive, I'm not asking for more money so I can show off. So I can make people want what I got. No, no, no. I want money so I can be a blessing to families, to others, to children. Ministries that, that I'm not even a part of. Churches I don't attend. The homeless, the hungry, those that need clothes. And I don't want to give secondhand stuff to people. I don't want to give used clothes, although we can do something with them because they need us to do something with the used clothes. I believe we can recycle them and make cloth and do something else. But I like to give brand new items, items fresh out of store. Or I know a seamstress and I can have stuff made that's tailored for a family or for someone. I want to give the best because God gave his best and gives his best to us. Yeah. Sometimes we just have to wait on him. I was told God's delay is not his denial. I was told he give three answers sometimes. Yes, no, and wait. <laughs> yeah, I heard that before. But I know this, if I stand still, I'm going to see that he is God. I ask for it, stand still. I don't have to run over here and run over there. I don't have to keep going to the altar with the same thing. He heard me the first time. His ears are not deaf and his arms are not too short to reach down. And in between this time, while you're waiting on him, nothing is going to happen that he don't allow. Oh, Barbara, you don't understand. Girl, they finna foreclose on my house. Did God give it to you? You still want it. They're not going to bother your house. 
Somebody going to call you and tell you, oh, there's a program that we have. I, I was looking and I saw your paperwork and I saw you have a major payments in two and a half months. And I looked at your situation and there's a program we have that will pay those two and a half months and bring you current and they will put you in this program and work with you. This way you don't lose your house. That's just one way. That's just one way God can do it. He's got many more ways. Do you know God can make them forget that that you owe payments on a house and just send you the deeds to your house? Do you believe that? Do you believe he have that kind of power? Because we're too busy doing for ourselves. We're not letting God provide. We're going to make a way. Yes, he said, a man don't work, don't eat. But when I get my pay, I want to give. I want to plant seeds. And the seeds that come up, the harvest that come up from the seeds, I'm going to be well provided for. When I tell you today I'm doing okay because seed plants. Giving. God loves a cheerful gift. He provides. I was in a group. Oh, I could tell you some things. I hadn't heard nothing. One day I called Sion and talked to her and she explained some things and I went on. And I planted a thousand dollar seed so that the gospel could be spread all over the world. And the next thing I know, I was number one in that group. I was the first person to receive money from that group. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. God provides. He knows what we can do and what we can't. A lot of times we may be seeking jobs. He don't move right away on, on, the, on the real job that we want, the, the money-paying job. He don't move right away. But the job he gave you, it will provide enough to give. But our focus is on paying bills. And he said, oh, no, man. So, Lord, I, I need to plant this seed so that I can become debt free, so that you can open a door. I told you the other day I went to the mailbox and there was an unexpected check in the mail. It wasn't for millions. It was for $12, but I needed that 12 It did something for me. <laughs> ah, yeah. God is faithful. And we need to be faithful to his word. We need to be faithful to faith. We need to be faithful and trust in him. We need to be faithful in praying to let go of us. Because we are our biggest problem. We are our biggest enemy. We stand in our own way. And a lot of times we don't know it. Been there and done that. Still may be doing it now. In my own way, I'm blocking my own blessing. Thinking what I'm thinking. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. It might be or wonder if I wonder. I I don't want to wonder no more. I want to let go and let God have his way in my life completely. Because my life is hid in him. All I got to do is just give him the will to do it. And when I'm obedient, I'm telling him, yes, Lord, I, I, I want you to do it for me. It's right to do right. 
I was thinking on Jesus went to the wedding and he turned the water into wine. They was having a good time. And we can do all of this. We can have a good time. But we got to be careful even in that. Allow him to be the God of our lives. He must be first. And he must get the first fruit of everything. Give him the first fruit of everything. I gave my son Lonnie back to him, Lord. He yours. That's the first one. He the first fruit. Take him, Lord. Do what you will with him. And I believe when he gets through, woo, it's going to be a new day for him. I was sitting one day and I saw him reading. And it was like a light came on in his head. And he was like, oh, my goodness. I've been with the foolishness and this. Yeah. And God turned him around. We can't make a start with him and, and, and look back. Put your hand to the plow and look back to the world. Oh, no. That devil hates you. He will destroy you because you left him. And now you're coming back. He's not forgiving like God is. Jesus come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. John 10, 10 says the devil come but. That enemy come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's his job. That's the only reason why he come in your way. But God provides. And know this today. I'm sharing some things. Know this today. Anytime that enemy get busy, woo, if he get real busy, don't get upset. Go to praising, please. Just go on and get your dance. Oh, go on and dance before the Lord telling him thank you. He's busy because Right after that, the huge blessing is, I'm talking about that big blessing. <laughs> I'm talking about, and sometimes it's a miracle, uncommon miracle that God is sending your way. He see it coming. He can't stop it. He just want to harass you and frustrate you and aggravate you, but he can't stop that blessing. And if you keep your mind on God and you'll stay with him and praise him, Praise him through the storm. Praise him through the trial. Loving more. Obeying more. That huge uncommon miracle is right there. Only just a few feet from you. May not even be a feet, a couple of inches. But the devil saw it coming. So, like I said, he can't stop it. He just want to frustrate you, aggravate you, harass you. But when the enemy come in like a flood, we got to remember it's God that raised the standard. He'll strengthen us. Oh, he'll give us hope to stand longer. After standing, stand some more. Because we're standing on the solid foundation. We are standing on the word of God. Standing, standing. I am standing on the promises of God. Hey, Sister Spinner, one day I'm going to sing like you. I'm going to practice. <laughs> I'm going to practice till I get it like you got it. Yeah, hallelujah. She called me and, uh, you ever heard of this song? Oh, she started saying, I said, oh, look at Spinner can sing. Yeah, her and her sister. But God, we wants to stand on your promises. Lewis is saying, baby. <laughs> Standing on the promises. He's going to do what he said he would do. If he said I'm the head and not the tail, I don't care what they say on the job. 
I don't care what they say at the church. I don't care what my family said about me. God said I'm the head and not the tail. He said no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. He didn't say it would fall, but it ain't going to grow. It ain't going to get no bigger. It ain't going to hinder nothing. It, ain't, it won't stop me. I'm going to step right over that and keep going in Jesus because I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Oh, I feel all right right there. Amen goes right there. I done tried some things. And remember, I told you I do some things that others wouldn't do. I don't went to places others won't go. What well, that don't make sense. I'm not doing, but he sent me. Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Hallelujah. Oh, they, they, they said they need this on the job, this kind of degree or, or this kind of experience. I'm a fast I'm going to apply anyway and see what they tell me. Are they going to interview me? Because God is going to give it to me. He provides. He provided this so I could see it. I'm coming up in my faith. I'm coming up in my trust. And see, although a person with a degree and got this background might get the job, but they won't be as dedicated as I am because they experience. I would be more dedicated than anything else to this particular company. I'm going to bend over backwards. I, I should be gone by 5 o'clock. I'm going to stay till 7, and I don't require no overtime. I'm trying to learn the very best of everything that I can to give this 110% to this company. God loves a good heart. He loves a good heart, a rightly thinking mind. We're going to do right. They gave me the job. I'm not going to slack on it. I'm not going in the bathroom. I'm staying 30 minutes in the bathroom and on the clock. The only way I do something like that, I'm sick. And then I'm going to report it to the boss. Hey, I'm sick today. So if I go to the bathroom and I'm in there 30 minutes, I'm sick. Not because I'm riding the clock. And I just wanted to inform you. He's going to respect that. And then if you go to him, and ask him, what can I do that will make your job easier? Teach me. Can you teach me this and teach me that? Because you got that. You, 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 you got that ability, and I want to learn that like you got it. He will become your mentor. He will put you under his wings. And nobody on that job better not say nothing to you, about you, or look at you wrong. Because he's getting ready to get rid of them. He's got somebody he's mentoring over here. And what he's teaching this person is making his job easier. See, we give too much to stuff and things. We give too much to people. I want to give my all to Almighty God. I want to walk upright before him daily. I don't want to have a form of godliness and deny the power thereof. I don't want to think I'm right because there's a way to seem right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. See, we talk about this all the time. People might get tired of hearing about it. But perfect practice makes perfect. And faith cometh by hearing, hearing the word of God. The more we hear, the more we're able to start practicing, start doing it. Anybody ever seen a commercial on TV 10 times or more? 
The first time you saw that commercial, you said, you know what, I'm going to get that. He went on and didn't get nothing. You saw it again. I meant to get that when I went to the grocery store. You went to the grocery store again. You forgot all about it. You saw the commercial again. I keep, oh, I keep forgetting to get that, but I'm going to put that on the grocery list. I ain't put it on the grocery list yet. Ten times you saw that commercial, and finally, the eleventh time you went and got it. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing the word of God. The more you hear it, the more you hear it, the more you hear it, the more you should be willing to do it. They'll teach you something on Sunday. And that may be the first time you hear it. And you may not hear it no more. And it didn't grab your spirit. Your spirit didn't grab it right away. Because you were sitting there thinking about Sunday dinner. I got to go home and eat them greens. <laughs> I, I, I got to go home and, and, and heat the ham of a uh, 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 fried chicken. Or your mind somewhere else. But God brought it back again and again and again until you grab it. You got it now. But it took a while. It took some time for you to get it. So I bring things back here over as he lead and guide. I don't own Jesus in the morning radio talk show. It's God's business. That's his. I'm a vessel that he used here. And I'm only used I don't control nothing. What he says he's going to do, you got to seek him for it. You can't come back to me and say, well, Sister Barbara, you said God said, I'm going to recommend you go to God. If he said it, he used my mouth, but he said it, go to him. And if you stop speaking a word and truly get in the word, you're talking about a happy, joyful, peaceful life. You're going to have one of those. Yeah. I like being by myself, but I'm feeling some things here lately. Yeah, so I'm going out more. In some places, I'm going to wear my mask. COVID not going nowhere. <laughs> it's still lurking around. Just a week ago, my niece was getting over it. Now, that's flesh and blood. That That's not what uh, 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 the newspaper printed. Or what they told me on the news. No, that's family. I know her personally. <laughs> yeah. Just getting over having COVID. So, yeah, if I'm being a crowd, I'm going to wear a mask. And if I'm going in too many doors, I'm going to pull up, put a pair of gloves on, open the door, pull them off, throw them in the garbage, and put me on another path for the next door. I'm not going to walk around in them, though. Not in gloves. After I use them, pull them off, throw them in the trash and keep going. Put that sanitizer on my hand and keep moving. Yeah. See, it's not it's not as killing as many people as it was, so it's on the hush-hush. But yet it's still here. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I can go shopping if I want to. I can go on vacation if I want to. I can go take pictures if I want to. Whatever it is I want to do. God is faithful. He was there all the time. I can hear that today. God was there all the time. He was waiting patiently ooh, just for me. Hallelujah. 
he was there all the time. You may have forgotten, but God was there all the time. He was there all the time. I'm going to say this. He was waiting patiently in line. God was there. Hallelujah. All the time. See, he was waiting in line. (laughs) Hey, glory. He was waiting until you uh, realized this wasn't what was providing for you. He was. He was waiting for you to come to him to ask him. He was in line behind all these other things, behind family members and friends and jobs and co-workers. He, he was in line waiting at the end of the line for all of this to pass so you could see they couldn't help you, only he could. Because sometimes we don't go to God for things we need. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It, it, it's as if He'll supply food, <coughs> excuse me, shelter and clothes, <clears throat> but he won't supply my right thinking when it comes to this. He won't uh, 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 provide for me not to think and to judge others. It's a lot of things in there. I- I've been mistreated in my childhood. And I really haven't really taken that to God. I'm I'm even ashamed to think on it. But if you take it to him, he can fix it. He'll turn it into a testimony. I'm a living witness. Had he not saved me, set me aside unto himself, sanctified me, and filled me with his spirit, no way I could tell my test. You think I would tell people that? If he didn't give me power, love, and a sound mind, I didn't have a sound mind. This is what my mind would tell me. You better not tell nobody that. They're going to call the police. They're going to get a case against you. <laughs> They're going to get a case against you. Barbara, don't tell people what, what, what your children went through. Barbara, don't do that. They're going to see you as an unfit mother. But God gave me the testimony. He turned that thing around and, and turned the test in the morning and it come together and, and I was tested. And now morning doesn't come for me. I can tell it all. Don't feel no shame. Don't feel no ways tired about it. Yeah. Because you can think what you want about it. It's, it's up to you. Them your thoughts. I don't control nobody's thoughts but my own. And every time I give the testimony, all I can do is tell them thank you. Hallelujah. They, and, and, and it just show he's so real to me. It just show God is real. Nobody could have did this thing this way but him. Nobody could have brought me out like that but him. Nobody could make me a new creature but him. He did it for me. He did it in me and through me and for me. Gave me a brand new heart. Had a heart transplant uh, uh, without a knife, without a Oh, my goodness, a physical surgeon, surgeon, fix my my brains. I think my brain must have been tilted, you know, and pushed too far. (laughs) 
too far back because I was messed up in my head. When I accepted him, he healed my brain. He said it like it was supposed to be. Yeah. Like it was supposed to be in my head. He fixed that. So now I have a sound mind. A mind to know he's the way, the truth, and the life. A, a, a sound mind to know that he provides. Look at Louie over there laughing. <laughs> About that brain, Louie. Yeah. Messed up in my head. Just crazy. Just thinking crazy. I thought the world cared about what I did. Nobody cared about what you did. I thought the world cared about the way I looked. They didn't care nothing about the way you look. Dress how you got to dress. You buying the clothes. They not. <laughs> I thought they cared about my hair. They didn't care nothing about your hair. That's your hair. Fix it or leave it like it is. You can go look at it like a fool if you want. That's you. They don't care. They're going to talk about it, but they don't care about it. If they cared, they would be coming to bring you money to fix your hair. <laughs> to have your hair washed and clean and conditioned and styled. Nobody care about that. See, I thought the world cared about it. And I thought anytime a man uh, said, give me your phone number. Oh, I thought he wanted me. I, I was ready to go home to meet mama the next day. <laughs> Forgive me for laughing. But it's funny to me now because I see the craziness in it. I see the foolishness in it. That's what men do. They ask for phone numbers. They're not going to call you. Some of them say, well, I got a little black book. A bunch of women numbers in the book. I'm going to call Sarah for this. I'm going to call Janet for that. Nobody's interested in you like that. One time, uh, uh, the enemy told me, oh, yeah, all them fellas over there, they after you. The men wasn't studying me. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you're not closed in your sound mind, you messed up in your head. Yeah. Oh, he coming because he want me. Man don't want you. He don't even he don't even think you his his style. You don't look like he likes. You had a wrong color and that bad body. He, he ain't interested. <laughs> I'm wrong for that one, Louis. He, he's not interested in that. But when you messed up in your head, that's what it, and the same thing for men. Why they sitting around laughing. The same thing for them. Oh, she smiled at me. She want me. Now she just being nice. She ain't got no reason to frown. Yeah. Oh, she helped me with that, man. She she was all over me. No, no, I wasn't all over you. I just helped you with it because I saw what a fool you was, and I didn't want you to hurt yourself and keep looking like a fool, so I know I could do a little something right here to help you out, so I did that. You messed up in your head if you don't have Jesus, and he's not leading and guiding. You messed up in your head. Yeah. Oh, help me today, Lord. Yeah, that's messed up. But he's able to fix what's messed up. He's able to undo what you've done to yourself. He was able to undo to me what I did to me. Yeah. Turned it around for my good. Hallelujah. Now I have testimony. 
Oh, I have some awesome testimonies. And I know it because nobody did it but him. And I know it for myself. You can't make me doubt it. I know he did it. No way it would have went that way. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. Isn't that amazing? You know what? <laughs> Y'all know what I might have to. I may have to put Louis out the chat room, y'all. Look at him, but I'm so good looking. <laughs> he tell me, yes, ma'am, me too, but I'm so good looking. Y'all know he, he's a character. You know he's a character. And I tell a lot of things he said to me. It's too funny to keep it to myself. <laughs> I'm sure Sherry thought she was real good looking when she first met him. I know Sherry thought you was the deal. And she is very pretty, y'all. Brother Lua White, yes, she is. She is a very pretty lady. And so I know she thought you was handsome and good-looking and all of that when she met you. I'm sure she did. And she probably still think that, look at Lua. Yeah. Uh-huh, with the long ponytail, y'all. Oh, that Lua had me laughing. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. But the provisions of God, he's a provider. And if we'll trust him, he will provide. Let me tell you, he will open doors for you. He will have people thinking about you. And you didn't know the people was thinking that way. You're like, what? They said, well, I want to help you with this. You're like, what? Why? Now, ain't no why, Lord, I thank you. Because God put you on their mind. God did it, and they was able to do something for you, and they did it. I know why I tell God thank you and keep rolling. And you don't owe that person nothing. You don't owe them nothing. It wasn't their will. It was the will of God. And and let me tell you this. God blessed them. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, little Jimba. Uh I was when I was young. Uh, because before she was cooking, you, you you get in trouble. You get in trouble, right? Now, okay, keep on, Louis. You get in trouble. Don't you talk about sharing cooking. And that meatloaf, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. And so, you know, we just thank God this morning uh, that he provides. And we want him to. Because what he did won't add no sorrow. It won't make you cry. It won't make you regret it. The only way these things happen is if you put your hand in it. Because, see, you thought you was responsible. Now, if he gave it to you, he's responsible. And he pay his bills. Yes, he does. And like I told you, he gave me the truck money, and I spent it. Yeah, I did. Mm, went shopping. And then went back to him, Lord, <laughs> would you give me the money for the truck payment again, Lord? I Forgive me, Lord. I spend it. He already knew. And guess what he did? Turned around and gave it right back to me. I'm telling you the truth this morning. I knew I knew this. One day he would give me a housekeeper, a chauffeur, a gardener. I knew these things would come. And when I tell you I've had them and, and, and it's coming back. Yeah, I have a lawn service now, but I'm going to have a gardener after a while. He maintained the yard every day. 
He liked digging in the dirt. He's retired maybe, but he just like, you know, doing yard work he did. When he outside like that, it just give him a peace of mind. He can thank, he can praise, you know. He can pray because he's outside in the open and he like it. The housekeeper, she just like cleaning because that's just her thing. I got a friend like that, Tansy. She she loves cleaning. It's her thing. I'm not joking. Ooh, look at you, just so sweet and trust in Jesus. I like that, Casper. Yeah. So she come to clean because, you know, it just give her great joy when I say, ooh, that is clean right there. Girl, I can see myself in that chrome. That just make her day. Yeah. You see, the chauffeur, where you want to go today? I want to go to Orlando. Well, let's go. And it just gives him, he ain't doing no talking. He's he driving and praying. I'm in the back seat on the phone with all of that on my way to Orlando. Yes, ma'am, Sion and the chef. He going to come, she or he going to come in here, the chef, most likely going to be a man. You know, I love the man. He'll come in here and, and make that salad just the way I want it. Hey, Jessica, God bless you this morning. Oh, I'm happy to see you. Yeah. He'll make that uh, chef salad, you know, with the boiled eggs and everything. Mm-hmm. Just the way I need it. And he'll make a, a vinaigrette dressing that's not fat. Because if I go in there, I'm using ranch. Y'all know I love food and I'm going to talk about it. Stop it. Yeah, baked chicken, you know, uh, uh, baked sweet potato fries. I can't have no fried stuff. The chef will cause me to lose weight. I'm going to have all of that. Yeah. He showed me a sample of it with Nikki. Woo! That Nikki came and cooked to my, oh, to my liking. I said, girl, where you come from? Grandmama taught me. I love turkey. I do. Yes, it has. Yes, it has been a while, Jessica. Yeah, I remember before you got married. I remember after you got married. I remember your daughter. Yeah, and I see a lot of your stuff over there. And uh, eventually I'm going to Eustace, is it? Eustace, Eustace, and I'm going to buy something. I see it. I see it all the time. Beautiful work. Yeah. So, so, yeah, uh, I know God is going to provide. I just got to stand still. I don't have to do nothing and know that he is God. Just keep working unto him. Because it never was for me to retire. never was for me to just sit down every day, all day, and do absolutely nothing. No, I have my work cut out for me. And it's work unto him. And I got to work while it's day. Night is coming and no man can see when it gets dark. So I want to get my work done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Hey, 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 Jessica, let me donate. Let I mean donate. Let me dedicate this one to you right quick. Let me dedicate this one to you right quick. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to find something for you here. Uh, okay, Lord. All right. Uh, uh, 
I know you probably remember this one, Jessica. I'm not sure, but you probably did. But I'm going to dedicate this one to you. There was an old mother who lived in New Orleans who was displaced by Hurricane Katrina. She lost everything that she had, her home, car, family. And when they evacuated her, they sent her to a shelter between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. And while she sat there on a cot that they had provided for her, she had been without food and water and the necessities, and she began to cry. She started to shed tears. But while she was crying, she thought on the goodness of the Lord. And she started singing this little song. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, help me say that. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I need some help. Come on, lift your voice and say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on. Jesus, Jesus. Well, a young man walked up to her and said, Mother, why are you calling on Jesus? Shouldn't you be calling on FEMA? Shouldn't you be calling on the Red Cross, Salvation Army? Or better yet, shouldn't you be calling on President Bush and Cheney and those? And she said, son, you don't understand. There's a reason why I'm calling on that name. Because that's the name that's above every name. And she said, there's a reason why I'm calling on that name, Jesus. And you know what she told that young boy? She said, come here, let me tell you why I call on that name. Savior, Savior, Savior. Come on, help me say that. Anybody know him as the Savior? What's his name? Jesus. Come on, help me say, Savior. Savior, Savior. Everybody lift your voice. Savior. Oh, he's a savior. Savior, savior, savior. What's his name? Yeah. Jesus, Jesus. <coughs> well, about that time, the paramedics was rushing by with a stretcher. They had an old man on the stretcher that had a seizure because he couldn't get his medication and his prescriptions. And she stopped him and said, where are you taking this man? They said, we're trying to get him over to the triage unit and get him some medical attention. She said, let me look at him. And while she was looking at the old man, a young girl came up with a baby in her arm and the baby had a fever. She said, let me look at the baby too. And the young boy said, why you want to look at these folk? Why you want to look at these folk? You know what she told him? Healer, healer, healer. That's what the old mother said. Healer, healer, healer. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Congratulations, Jennifer. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, God is faithful. God is faithful. Excuse me, y'all. Yeah, I like that right there. I like that right there. I always wanted to work at the airport. Yeah. But you know, one time, Jennifer, I wanted to go out there with some flags and be flagging, and I know I would have been doing the wrong stuff. (laughs) So uh, I never did apply. Uh, to the airport, but I should have one day. I should have did it earlier uh, in the years. Now I just want to learn to fly the plane. Yeah. Yes, I see your Facebook. I know you're strong. You're your husband. I know y'all still strong. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful daughter too, Jennifer. Beautiful daughter. Yeah, and I see the stuff y'all be doing together, and that's beautiful. Hallelujah. God will do it for us. Listen, the studio is open. Uh, if there's anyone who has something they would like to say, please feel free today and press that number one and come in and share with us today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to this one right quick. And uh, when we come back, if no one have anything they would like to say today, um, I will close out. And we pray the Lord send us back, not this coming Monday, but the following Monday. Because I'll be on vacation time tomorrow. And uh, I want to say good night. I want to say happy birthday to Sister Irene this morning. If y'all want to tell her happy birthday, feel free to press that number one and come in and wish her a happy birthday. Yeah, her birthday is tomorrow. And I won't be here, but uh, we can do it today. Early happy birthday. My goodness. Going on 14, Jennifer. I know she does. I know she keeps you on your toes. 13 going on 14. My goodness. Yeah. That's beautiful. So uh, we're going to this one, and uh, when we come back, studio open. Y'all, come on. Let's tell Sister Irene happy birthday. Press that number one so I can see your light on in the studio, and tell her happy birthday.
and the power of the blood. So much power in the blood.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Okay, I got you, Jessica. I got you. Okay. Okay. All right, I got your mom and your aunt. I got your mom and your aunt and the friend family. How about that? Is that good? All right. Good morning, Sister Dot. God bless you. How are you this morning? Uh, good morning, and to everyone who's listening, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I just called in to um, wish Sister Irene a happy, happy birthday. <laughs> And I pray that she has many, many more. God bless you, and enjoy your day on tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Di. I'll close your mic back. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, she was saying, okay. Anybody else see on uh, Pastor David, somebody here, uh, wish Irene uh, a happy birthday. I think a lot of people off the date are going to the archive uh, shows or the podcast <clears throat> to listen later on. But a uh, happy birthday to you, Sister Irene. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Irene. Happy birthday to you. Y'all know that singing ain't right, but hey, she get the gist. <laughs> she get the gist of the birthday song. I should have selected Stevia or somebody to sing that for her, but I thought I'd do it. Yeah. But a uh, happy birthday to you, uh, Irene, and we pray. Brother Lewis sent you a birthday cake, and he says happy birthday. And uh, we pray your special day tomorrow is more than blessed. And as Sister Dot said, we pray the Lord will allow you to see many more birthdays. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. And uh, Sister Jerry's not here today. She had a medical appointment. But uh, I know she's sending you well wishes as well to say happy birthday to you. And uh, God bless you. Yeah. So uh, I... You know, I, I know that God is faithful in birthdays, yeah. He let it roll around another year. We're a year older, the next year, a year older. I'm grateful for mine because at one point, I know you remember, Louis, and Jessica might remember, I never celebrated the birthday. I just went on about my business like it was just a, another day. And so I had to stop that. You know, I was thankful to the Lord for another day, but I never... I really went to dinner. I had people come to dinner, take me out, and none of that. And uh, last birthday, I was truly blessed. Yeah, Jessica said, I remember. Yeah, last year, I was truly blessed. And uh, the years before that, you know, people would celebrate my birthday for a month. And last year, they celebrated it for months. And I was like, wow, every time I turn around, here's a gift. And Thelma brought me a, a, a leopard print purse, Sion, with a big old diamond on it. Ooh, that thing is pretty. And uh, she had been telling me, I got you a gift. I got you a gift. 
and I'm thinking to myself, damn, the birthday's been over with now. We didn't get to see each other for the birthday. So that mean I'm not doing no gifts. She wouldn't stop. And so finally she brought that purse to me. And I was so glad she did. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, my niece, she gave me a leopard print purse, uh, just a different kind, you know, a different style uh, than Thelma gave me. Uh, Sister Irene Sion says, happy birthday, Sister Irene. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is pretty. I, I haven't decided yet, you know, am I going to wear the, uh, the kind of oranges color outfit. And I got the shoes, but I think I'm going to get a different pair. And the matching shoes, just a plain color outfit and then have the purse in the shoes. Because I don't really carry a purse like that. I got my little wallet, you know, and I take my little wallet with all my stuff in it. But I mean, some be- my niece went out of her way. I said, girl, look at you. Yeah, yeah, I came around because they are special, Jessica. Yes, they are. Birthdays are special. Yeah. And uh, Sister Irene, we pray that your birthday is more than blessed. We pray that you'll get more than you could ever expect. And uh, people will come and uh, say, oh, Irene, it's your birthday, and wish you happy birthday. Yeah. Because somebody going to know. Somebody going to know. Yeah. And uh, I was going to your page and uh, put a birthday wish, uh, happy birthday wish on your page and uh, go from there. And uh, it will be all right today in Jesus' name. I don't know if many remember Elliot Howard. Uh, I think it's the brother that, uh, sister, I mean sister, minister Shonda introduced us to. And he's a musician. And uh, he ride a bike. And so I saw him on Facebook riding his bike live yesterday. And I, you know, I said a few things to him. And he come back saying something like, I sound right now, Elliot, you go now. Because he wanted to come to Florida. He was going to be the musician or uh, the minister of music if we would have had the 10th year anniversary here. He was going to be the minister of music for that. And uh, we know what God did. He blew that thing over. But anyway, we're going to get together and have a gathering one day. Yeah, because I want everybody to come and we just fellowship and just get to see each other and just be happy. So uh, we'll get that done one day. But no one else? Okay, hold on one second. Hold on one second. We're going to keep moving. We're going to keep moving. Yeah. And because uh, it's just the Irene birthday. And we want to celebrate her and tell her happy birthday and uh, go from there. All right, Irene, this one for you. Well, when this gets through playing, I had to play it from YouTube. All right.
Okay, that was Jennifer Hudson. I hope y'all didn't hear the echo because I thought I heard it, you know, and I thought we picked Andy it. Griffith died. Well, I'm sorry, Andy Griffith. But anyway, uh, happy birthday again, Irene. God bless you. And uh, pray that again that your day is special tomorrow. Well, it's a special day for you, but that everything is just special on your day to show you how special your birthday really is. God bless you, and uh, God keep you, and we thank God for you tuning in with us each morning. Irene became a part of us. Yeah, she's one of the faithful few, come faithfully every morning, every morning, and uh, we thank God for it. Thank God for it. So listen, we're moving right along, and if no one else has anything they would like to say, we'll get out a little bit early. Good morning, Sister Samoa. Or is that Brother Anthony? God bless you this morning. I think that's Sister Samoa. Two six seven. Is that Brother Anthony? Y'all know I think that's that. It could be my God, baby Laura. Good morning, Laura. Good morning. God bless you, honey bunny. I saw you took a listen to the test show yesterday. I had to take it down. Uh, Sister Jerry, Brother Louis, and I we tested it and uh, worked with me until we we got it fixed. And so we got it fixed yesterday. Thank you, Jennifer. No echo heard. Good. All right. We're going to pray out and we pray the Lord bring us back. Not this Monday, but Monday after next, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. I think I'm going to go fishing and swimming and, and get some things that take some pictures. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for all that has been said and done. We thank you that you're a provider. You provide for us. God, we thank you for all your provisions you have made for us. We're grateful unto you. We appreciate you this morning. And, Father, we love you because it was you who first loved us. Without your love, we wouldn't know what love is. And, Father, we thank you. Father, today as we depart, we ask that you would bless every caller and every listener and their family members and friends, God, as we depart this morning. Bless our going out and our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We thank you this morning. And, Father, we can't say thank you enough. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And, Lord, remember Jessica's mother. Strengthen her in her hour of need. Strengthen her friend, family, God. Move by your spirit for these, your people. And Lord, bless her aunt. Whatever's in need, God, we ask this morning that you would supply for these women. In the name of Jesus, move by your spirit again, we're asking in Jesus' name. Bless Jessica. Bless her husband and her daughter. God, bless her on the job. Open doors and make ways for her. And Lord, bless her husband. All the more in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory again. Honor and praise for it. Ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, July the 7th, 2022, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed day.
and a blessed weekend. We're going to our last song of the morning. And after this song, we won't, I won't be coming back. Little small house, big family Seven kids and I'm the baby But I'm grown now And I'm like, praise the Lord Cause everything I've been praying for Is finally knocking on my door And it's so, so loud And I'm gonna take it Ooh. I told y'all I'm gonna make it And when I Yes, yes, I was happy. Yeah, that you could come today. I'm so happy, so grateful to see you. Yeah, good to see you. 
Okay, Lady Taters, I'm out. Come from Memphis, Tennessee.